0: Right, it's Friday, it's 8 o'clock, it's time for PAMCast, it's Comedy Clubhouse on Mutiny Radio. Uh, this is the part where I run around to the front and I do my 10 minutes at the top to warm up the crowd for the amazing comedy show that you guys are going to see tonight. We have some really, really wonderful guests that you guys are going to love the shit out of. Guests like Jonathan Pincus, all the way from the comedy uh, Purple Onion at Kel's. We got Chris Knatzer, we got Natsy in the house. Oh yeah, gonna be hilarious. Headliner, Chris Briggins. Oh no, that's not it. We've got two comedians from LA. We have Robbie Goodwin and we have Chloe Feynman. Fuck yeah we do, yeah we do. Like who else we got? We got Malik Robinson, fuck yeah. We're all over the map. Colin Holtz will also be performing, and uh, Gabby Buccia, and everyone's on their way, and it's gonna be amazing. Uh, So what's gonna happen right now is that I'm gonna run around and I'm gonna do some time. Here we go, everybody clap! Yay! That's what I like to hear. People doing what I say. I asked them to clap and they did that. Here you guys. uh, We'll get to those all those crazy smokers out there. Fuck them. They already. They've heard my, they haven't heard my material, you you haven't heard my material, that's what's up. I don't want to be a feminist, you guys, I don't want to do it, I don't want to be political, I don't want to be like this, but language is political, right? Like I'm a woman, right, There's, there's a man and then there's woman, yeah, we got that, there's man and then there's human, right? There's male and then there's female. And then the worst one is people, right? Like I'm peeing with my pole. I know it's not spelled like that, but people is still misogynistic. Here's the thing that's making me crazy is that I'm getting subjugated by the suffix. I'm a feminazi, not a grammar Nazi. Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to be a feminist. I don't want to be it. Knock knock. Who's there? Feminism. feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thank you. It's like the precept of feminism. Am I right? There it is. How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? How many? Hold on. Let me slap my dick out of this feminist mouth, and we'll ask her. <laughs> am I right? <laughs> That's what I get to. Being a feminist means I get to talk about dicks in my mouth. Excited about that. Uh, not so much. You know, I I. I always, I kind of, it's not like I'm not, I understand when people make the transition uh, from female to male, because I want all the rights and privileges that are assigned to white males. I would like to do that too. It would be great, thank, thank you for clapping on that. Uh, but I always wanted to be a boy. If I would have been a boy, if I would have been a man, and would if I had the ability to subscribe to all of these uh, wonderful societal norms that we have, I would have been a professional ballerina. <laughs> I was a ballerina for 23 years. Mediocre, mediocre ballerina. If I was a guy, I'd be famous right now. I'd be an Alvin Ailey, I'd be dancing the Nutcracker. I wouldn't be doing this shit. I'd be a professional ballerina. If I was a guy, uh, people would listen to me. Uh, and what do I have to do? I have to be a comedian and stand up with a microphone and make people listen to me. But if I was a guy, I'd just have a regular job and I'd be like, hey, do this. And people would be like, of course, that's what we're gonna do. But uh, because I'm a woman, I say, hey, let's do this. And they're like, can we, can we form a committee? <laughs> Just to so make sure. Does everybody, more, more committees. So oh, thanks, honey. Uh, that's because <laughs> men tell people what to do and women are the ones that get the shit done. It's, yeah. got, I don't want to be political, you guys. I really, I don't. Is anybody uh, concerned uh, about uh, Trump? And, and uh, Anybody concerned about, a yeah. little, little concerned about Trumpy? Yeah, psychotic guy, right? Uh, Here's the thing. They've been after Hillary for a while now, right? About these Benghazi emails, right? What happened in Benghazi? What's going on? I can't believe this stuff. Here's the thing. Benghazi isn't even a place somewhere else. It's not in Azerbaijan. It's not, it doesn't exist. What uh, those emails really were about is those were emails from uh, Hillary Clinton uh, to Donald Trump. Yeah, Hill Dog and Trumpy, as I like to call them. And as they call each other on the emails, right? Here's the thing is that Hill Dog sent a email to Trumpy and it's called Benghazi. And really, Benghazi is just the name of their uh, labradoodle bitch that's making their silly $1,500 dogs. They're like, we need some hyperallergenic dogs here, stat. Uh, the entire email conversation was about, was about that bitch Benghazi. Uh, here's the thing. It was actually emails sent back. It, I don't know if you guys know that um, Donald Trump ran as an independent in 2000. Does anybody know about this? It's absolutely really reality. And uh, he was it was—he it was, uh, didn't even exist. It was a merciless slang. He didn't even—he didn't even make a blip on the radar. So he thought, "Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna—I'm gonna email my old friend Hill Dog, who was at my wedding in 2005, to Melania." Uh, They were at the wedding together. There's pictures of them. They've had Christmas things together. I'm convinced that Melania was actually uh, Chelsea Clinton's roommate at Stanford. And that's how they all met. But then I looked it up and she's like actually 45. I'm like, how much work have you had done? How much has he paid for? How many boobs are inside your boobs? I want to know. How many boobs does she have? The question is how big of a boob is Donald Trump? But uh, so they went back and forth, Hill Dog and Trumpy. And he's like, Hill Dog, I got it. Here's what it is. I'm gonna run as an independent, so it's a landslide for you. But he started this week, he goes, I'm not just gonna run as an independent from the outgo. I'm gonna run as a Republican candidate. I'm not gonna win the ticket, and then I'm gonna run as an independent, and then it's gonna be a landslide for you. Won't that be great? Yeah! And then somehow it all backfired because America is more stupid than we thought. I didn't think that we could be dumber than we really are, but we're dumber, we're the dumbest. He's, he's I mean, It's just insults and it's fun. I can't wait till it's actually, he's the Republican ticket guy and he's up against (laughs) Hill Dog and they're standing there together on a daze and he's like, you're ugly. (laughs) And she's like, so are you. That's what he tells everybody. He's like, you're ugly and you're stupid. That's all he says, just listen to him. He's getting, but that's, isn't that what all bullies do? You're ugly and you're stupid. And we're like, I am ugly and stupid. I'm not good enough because you have millions of dollars and I'm worthless as a person because I don't make any money. Because we've really fucked it up in America, you guys. We, we've we stopped valuing things that actually have value. So a person can sit in a cubicle all day and pass emails around and make 125 grand a year. And then a person can work like 80 hours a week being, I don't know, a stand-up comedian. And they make two burgers and two free beers a month. And, and we're like, yeah, I got two free. Right beers! I got paid! Bitches! This is real! And then the government's like, uh, can you claim that on your taxes, please? You got two free beers, those were $10. Uh, we definitely want our cut from that. Like, somebody paid for it. They paid sales tax on my beer. Come on. I don't want to be political, you guys. I really, I really don't. But there used to be 12 parties in the United States. In 1849, There were 12 parties. There were like the Federalists and the Anti-Federalists and the Whigs and the Copperheads. I don't even know what that means. The Ball Rollers. The Ball Rollers were actually guys that followed uh, one of the presidential candidates and they had a huge ball that was made out of, and they'd pass it from town to town. So they became the Ball Rollers. There were also the the Anti-Nebraskans. People gave enough shits about Nebraska in 1849 that they made a political party about it. Who the fuck cares about Nebraska? What comes out of Nebraska? Except like, I don't know, football players and hot white women that have babies and get fat. I think that's the main thing that comes out of Nebraska. I don't know what else comes out of Nebraska. So here were the other two parties that were in 1849. There were the anti-renters and the pro-bank Democrats. And I'm like, 49ers? That sounds really similar now, right? We're like the 40 winos down there in... in Fucking Santa Clara. But what is true in San Francisco is that we have anti-renters and pro-bank Democrats. (laughs) So that's happening right now. 1849, eat your heart out. We got it right now, San Francisco, Uh! I don't want to be political. I just, I actually want to submerge myself in a barrel of whiskey and only come out for free ice cream days. You know, like, Ben & Jerry, Baskin Robbins, like, back down in the whiskey. I'll even come out for 7-Eleven. You guys know about 7-Eleven? So you get free Slurpees all day. How many 7-Elevens have you hit? Oh, I've tried every flavor. What I learned is that the pina colada goes really well with whiskey. Surprisingly. Not rum. Whiskey. I, who knew? Uh, but then after you've had... I, I hit one year, I hit five 7-Elevens, and my sugar high was so crazy. Like, I wasn't even drunk, but I was like, I'm gonna piss on the street wherever the fuck I want. I was like a loose two-year-old. I was like... I was like... It was... Too much caffeine for this little two-year-old running around pissing on shit, drinking to lots and lots of sugar. Like a good American, a uh, corn syrup. I don't even think that 7-Eleven makes our Slurpees with sugar, it's corn syrup. All hopped up on goofballs. That's what's wrong with Nebraska, they make corn. It's all about corn syrup. I'm an anti-Nebraskan. I'm like, fuck corn syrup, all right? Done with this shit. No more government subsidies for that. Uh, I, don't, I don't wanna be political, I'm a nanny. <laughs> yeah, sure, woo. I hang out with people's children for money. Uh, people ask me all the time, like, why don't you want to be a mom? You're so great with kids. What's wrong? And I'm like, no one pays you when you're a mom. And then your ass gets huge. Like, it's like, that first, you, you spread your hips. Who would want to do that without being paid for it? It's crazy to me. Hey, John, let me see how are you do that is just, it is. I looked, it, I said, that's just about 10. I look at it, it was exactly 10. That's because I'm a professional. Woo! What? Yeah. yeah! Hey, guys, you're listening to Pam Das's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Before we get started, uh, give a hand in the back for David Zunzu, Run of the Ones and Twos. Woo! That's right, he is our uh, chess extraordinaire master, Woo! artist, rapper, poet, amazing human being. Oh, yeah. uh, he's a killer. And uh, what we're gonna do is sing the song. And if you know how it goes, sing along with me. And if you don't, listen to the people around you and figure it the fuck out. Here it goes. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Together we will bring our jokes up high. Shit. Oh, gee. I know. It's like, oh. M-U-T-I-N-Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come step Clubhouse?
1: Yeah!
0: Yay! It's raining outside. Things are crazy. Uh, our first comedian of the night is going to make you guys laugh so hard. He has another show to go to. That's why he's going up so quick. Lee. See how I'm a grammar Nazi and I use that L-Y in the right way. That's right. If you're talking about a verb, you add the L-Y, people. It's called an adverb. <laughs> Anyways, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm so angry at, at America. Uh, but your next comedian is going to make you guys laugh so hard. He's from LA. He's all the way here. He's braved the rain. Clap your hands and laugh hysterically for Robbie Goodwin.
2: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Woo! Who fucking, huh? Said- Who, fucking? Who fucking? Y'all fucking? Y'all fucking oh, that guy's fucking. Yeah. Y'all fucking. Yeah. All right, you know what y'all, when I say who, uh, oh, is this working? All right. All right, cool cuz it's going to work for this shit. When I say who, y'all say fucking, okay? Who? Fucking. Okay. Who? Okay. Hell yeah. Now when I say Hitler, you say youth. Hitler. Youth. Hitler. Youth. Now when I say let's, you say join. Let's. Join. Hitler. <laughs> yeah. Why'd you pull back on that one? Oh, what? Because I said we should join the Hitler Youth? What, is that like offensive in 2015 now? Oh, is this PC San Francisco? You can't even yell, let's join the Hitler Youth in a room full of white people anymore? (laughs) Things have changed from when I was a tyke. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) fucking. Not me, by the way. Uh... Not currently fucking. Uh, never seen a woman naked. J.K. Love Pussy. What's up, man? <laughs> uh, yeah, dog. Nice. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> I'm also on t- You don't have Twitter? All right. Well, you have Zeusk? All right. Cool, man. Bumble, you on Bumble? Yeah, I got him with Bumble. That's the... Uh <laughs> By the way, that's the app where women have to swipe on you. For- All right. I'm going for confusion with my comedy. (laughs) What is this? Is this a TED talk? (laughs) It's good to be here. This is funky, this place. Um, It's like Occupy Walmart or something. (laughs) What are we occupying here? (laughs) I'll do it. I'll occupy. I mostly just occupy two seats on the train. Um, I'm a pretty awkward guy, if you can't tell. I'm quite awkward. Uh, Hello, welcome to my uh, rally. Trump! Okay, uh, no, but... uh I'm pretty awkward, but I'm not awkward in the way like Zoe Deschanel and like Michael Sarah are awkward, you know? Like I'm not like hot awkward, because you'll hear all these like nerd, like hot people be like, oh my god, Jessica, I am so awkward. Like I wanted to take a left, but I took a right. <laughs> awkward! <laughs> oh my god, Samantha-kin, that is so awkward. I wanted to take this guy out but he said to wait till Friday. (laughs) Awkward! If that's awkward, I am not also awkward, you know what I mean? That's fine, you can be awkward, that's cool, I'm all for gentrifying the term or whatever, but like, if you're awkward, I need a harsher word, like a social cripple, I need that one, you know? Oh my God, I'm so awkward, really? Have you ever been the least likable person at Little Caesars? Because I have. (laughs) Got the guy in the booth. How's it going? Is that Howard Stern? Oh, no. Okay. (laughs) Where's Gary? I'm not cool. Uh, I tried to learn how to play guitar to learn how to be cool, though. Uh, But here's the thing is that I can't sing. And when you play guitar and you can't sing, it's like having a six-pack of abs and huge man boobs. You know, like... (laughs) Just picture that if you're not laughing. A huge hunk... (laughs) Huge hunk on the bottom, (laughs) Artie Lang up top. (laughs) (laughs) I got nice abs. That's my Artie Lang. Uh, (laughs) It's good. (laughs) We got a cool Pope, which is cool. We have a cool Pope right now, which is which is tight. I'm glad we have a cool Pope. You know, I don't like that the Pope is cooler than me, though. (laughs) I know. I'm glad we have a cool pope. Uh, I just don't want him to be too cool. Like, I like a pope that likes gay marriage, but I don't want a pope with like a man bun, you know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want a pope that's vaping, you know? (laughs) Like, to appeal to people. Look how cool I am, you know? Like, I don't want a pope that tells me about his startup, you know what I mean? Like. Yes, it's like Uber, but you drive a dog. I'm the Pope. That's his catch. <laughs> he has a catchphrase now, and it's I'm the Pope. I'm the Pope. <laughs> We're having fun. Talking about Trump, huh? Where are my Trump heads at, huh? Where are my Trump heads at, huh? Where are, my tr- where, are my, uh, where are my trumpets, huh? Where are my trumpets? Trumpets? Any trumpets, trumpets? Trumpets are what I think Donald Trump should have behind him at all times. Just like a chorus line of women while he's spouting like, I hate Mexicans. And behind him, they're just like, do, 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 They all look exactly like him too, but they're girls. Just like, do, 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 Start spreading the nose. <laughs> My name's Donald Trump. (laughs) Something like that. Donald Trump is amazing. Donald Trump, because Donald Trump just reminds me, like, I'm a liberal, but I wish I was conservative. Because, like, the fact that conservatives rally behind that guy, it just shows that liberals, like, they'll hate you if you are, like, a little bit deviant from, like, the main thing. You know, they're like, "Uh, he said transgender, but he meant transracial. You know, they'll get on your case for that. Conservatives will vote for you if you just look like a guy they might agree with. You know what I mean? Like, what Donald Trump policy do you like? I don't know, but he looks like my uncle who hates Muslims, so I'm on board. (laughs) That's a a rusty one. That's a rusty one. I'm writing a HuffPo op-ed on that. It's not really a joke. (laughs) Donald Trump. He's crazy. He's just crazy. Because, like, that Mexican thing was nuts. He was like, we got to build the wall because they're sending their rapists. They're sending their rapists? They're sending them? <laughs> like, the Mexican government's like, hey, any rapists in here? All right, okay, Julio, go over there. We're going to send you over. FedEx first class. Was that? Send- What's that? That was a thing. Cuba, when we banned them. Oh, God, Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> no, he's right. I'm sorry, what were you saying? Okay, that's Cuba sending prisoners, not Mexico sending rapists. (laughs) That's... Because, like, you can be in prison for weed. I don't know. (laughs) Like, Cuba's like, no, no, not the murderers. We want the rapists. Get over there. Um, But thanks for the fact check. (laughs) Thanks for the audio commentary (laughs) on my stand-up set. This was a good one, but thank you. what the fuck was I talking about oh thanks man or Pam <laughs> not necessary I got I had a good time with that guy <laughs> I'm a guest in this home thank you um, radio is not a dying medium <laughs> no I listen to podcasts uh, I love I do love radio I love music actually I love Lil Wayne I'm a huge Lil Wayne fan my favorite thing about Lil Wayne is all of his songs are about how good he is at everything though you know like ha <laughs> ha I'm so good at sex ha <laughs> ha I'm so good at killing people. I wanna hear the Lil Wayne song that's about how he's not so sure what he's good at. You know, like, ha ha, carpentry is hard. (laughs) Ha ha, errands take a while. (laughs) Drizzy's on this talking about how I don't know where to take a girl on a first date. (laughs) I have been on that, I don't know, Little Caesars? I already said Little Caesars earlier. I only go to one restaurant. <laughs> I've been on that Shakey's Pizza. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know where else to meet you. <laughs> That's not bad. Uh, I'm gonna do some impressions for you. Uh, this first impression, this of Eddie Murphy. Uh, can I get a word? I'm gonna need some help. Can I get like a word, like a place or a thing for Eddie Murphy? Anybody? Cats. Cats. <laughs> Felines. All right. My <laughs> next impression. Uh, <laughs> Can I get a word for uh, uh, Mark Wahlberg? Can I get a word for Mark Wahlberg? Toast. Toast. Dude, you know what I fucking love? Okay. I love just breaking off a nice fucking slice of fucking toast, okay? I heard fucking beer is seven slices of bread. I'm taking the slices of bread, okay? Because I am jacked, okay? I don't know if you guys know this, all right? But I am from Boston, okay? And in Boston, we love three things, okay? cabin up, working out from the cops, and after that, fucking punching a Korean in the face with a water bottle, okay? Because I did that in the 90s, but I was right to do it, okay? All my friends, they were going after all minorities. I was like, no, I'm going after the barbecue motherfuckers, okay? Because I and Mark Wahlberg, I was in Boogie Nights, I was in The Departed, and you can't spell The Departed without fucking Ted, okay? Because uh, those are my movies, and I love to fuck. All right. Uh- <laughs> uh, uh. Thank you. Uh, my next impression, um, this is of uh, Bill Clinton. Can I get a word for Bill Clinton? Cigar. Hi. All right. My next impression, uh- <laughs> uh, this is Jay Leno. Can I get a word for Jay Leno? <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> this is my impression of the guy that's addicted to meth but can only communicate through Tribe Called Quest Songs. Okay, this is the guy that's addicted to meth but can only communicate through Tribe Called Quest Songs. Can I kick it? All right, my next impression um, <laughs> is of, uh, <laughs> man, All right, thank you. Uh, fact check that one, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 this is of um, this is of uh, this is of uh, uh, O.J. Simpson Borat. Okay, this is O.J. Simpson Borat. O.J. Simpson Borat, who did you kill? My wife. All right, my next <laughs> impression. <laughs> This is of um, the guy trying to convince his friend to move out to California just because the red hot chili peppers write songs about it. Okay. Uh there's no Ohio fornication, you fucking idiot. Alright, my next impression. <laughs> Do you guys know Adam Sandler was in a 9-11 movie? Yeah, I know. It's called Rain Over Me. It's a drama. I haven't seen it, but here's my impression of what I think it is. A shaba yabba.
3: A heya
2: inside job all right uh. <laughs> That's a technical foul all right <laughs> this is for, uh, this is my impression of Aziz Ansari waking up from a coma and realizing he's Aziz Ansari Oh no! I'm a z. All right. Uh, my next impression. <laughs> uh, this is yeah, this is my impression of Woody Allen and all the moments in a Woody Allen movie where he doesn't say anything. Okay, a Woody Allen character and all the moments in a Woody Allen movie where he doesn't say anything. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> 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 in <laughs> any, any, any hole all right, uh my next impression <laughs> uh this is my last one ever, and then I'm killing myself after this uh <laughs> but we had fun tonight, huh uh give it up for Pam, give it up for the comedy this is so much fun, you guys, I really did have a great time um And I'm killing time before I get to the song I have to play. Uh, This is my impression of Credence Clearwater Revival Batman, okay? This is uh, Credence Clearwater Revival Batman, all right? Burn! All right. Well, I started confusing you, and I've confused you with laughter. <laughs> so thank you.
0: Keeping over, Robbie Goodwin! All the way from L.A. I, that Adam Sandler impression was fucking spot on! Thank you. That was rad. <laughs> you guys are listening to Pam Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio every Friday from 8 to 10. Our next comedian, he is a very funny man with a luxurious beard and i feel like i'm worried about what trump's going to do because he wants to put you in an internment camp not because you're black but because your name's malik like you're just you no, you're not a muslim but you're just like a jews i mean like the people they might have been named benjamin but they were christians they were still in the in, uh, i think they called them concentration camps in germany here in america we call them internment camps just the japanese we don't give a shit we're like oh Asians. But, uh, hey, I'm worried about him in the future, because his parents uh, named him like a Muslim. But he's a very funny guy, and he's a nice, nice man. And he's not going to terrorize anybody. All oh, he's going to terrorize your funny bones with your jokes. Put your hands together, you guys. It's Malik Robinson.
4: Wow. it's a hell of an intro. <laughs> I'm not worried about Trump because I'm, I'm patriotic. I mean, I'm rocking the it's a certified Army issue flight jacket. That's right. Dudes in the Army fly, they fly helicopters. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, as Pam said, my name is Malik, Malik Robinson. Uh, and you're right, actually, Pam, man. I am, you know, like, the beard has given me some problems. It has, it's funny you should say that. Uh, I guess my number one problem is, like, all the comics in here, we're trying to make it in showbiz, you know? But I feel like, I don't know, there's something about my look that it doesn't quite get me the roles that I want. You know what I mean? Like, i talk to my agent. My agent's like, hey, yeah, it's been uh, it's been too long, man. It's good to hear from you, Muhammad. <laughs> oh, uh, sorry, sorry. No, no, no. One of these days, I'll get it right. I'll get it right. (laughs) He's like, yeah, look, anyway, I got a great role for you, man. How about you perform in Homeland, season six? (laughs) You're going to play beheader's assistant, number
1: five.
4: (laughs) Uh, All right, I mean, it's a non-speaking role. Okay, wait, 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 I got something better for you. Something meatier, something juicier. You're going to like this. You're going to play the President of the United States of America. Yeah, I thought you liked that. No, 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 no. Don't shave your beard. Don't shave your beard. Keep your beard. It's a campaign ad for Donald Trump. (laughs) You're going to play Barack Hussein Obama. It's a speaking role. Come on. Dude, at this point, I'm like, can I just get, like, a stereotypical black role? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a crack dealer, or a butler. Or when I'm ready for an Oscar, I could play a slave. Oh. Right? Shit, it worked for Denzel. Come on. You yeah. know? I don't know what it is, man. My name is Malik Robinson. That is the blackest name in America. For some reason, people see me, they're confused. They think I'm Egyptian, because my face is a hieroglyphic. If I'm standing like in front of a wall and I yawn, it's like a fucking paragraph, man. People come up to me with their iPads, with the Rosetta Stone. Dude, when I'm in Berkeley shopping for groceries, man, people come up to me all the time. They're like, Namaste. couldn't help but notice your energy. Where are you from? I'm <laughs> like, ah, yeah, you can tell I'm um, really aggressive. So it seems like uh, you can tell I'm from the East Coast. Like, no, 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 no. Where are your, your parents from? <laughs> Warrior's pose. <laughs> I'm like, all right, you got me. Like, you can probably tell from my articulate diction, I'm from, I'm not from New York City, I'm from upstate, you know, it's a couple hours outside of the city, but I just say New York City so people, you know, I don't want to confuse people. Like, no, no, there's something, where are your ancestors, your, your bloodline, where does it run to? What's the delta of your genetics? i would be like, uh, I guess it ends in Georgia? Probably my ancestors were owned by some white guy named Robinson. (laughs) I don't know. It's fucked up, it's weird. Uh, I don't know, I think it's because of the beard, partly. I'm not sure. I think it has something to do with it. I think it confuses people. People also tell me that um, people who know me with the beard, they say I look older than I did before. But I don't know, man. I think I look pretty good for my age. Thank you. Thank you. Now I'm 57, (laughs) 57 in black years, some black years. Basically, you got to add seven years for police brutality, eight years for other black people, and one year for every stupid motherfucker that asks me where I'm from. (laughs) So technically, I'm immortal. But in celestial terms, I'm 38. <clears throat> ah, thank you. Yeah, it's cool. So many, so many claps for my my age. So few for my jokes. No, no, you, you guys are, <laughs> no, no. You guys are laughing. It's just what I was gonna say. I don't know, man. Like people say I look older, man. My brother tries to give me advice, right? My older brother, he's like 10 years older than me. He's like, hey, man, Malik, look, man, with the beard, man. You know, I like the beard. It's cool, man. But You gotta, you look too old, man. Here's what you gotta do, here's what you do, man. You get yourself some mascara. Get you some mascara and you comb the mascara downward away from your face. Man, it'll clear you right up. That's what I do. I'm like, yo, man, I'm 57 years old and I live in San Francisco and I'm single, man. I know how to put on makeup, all right? (laughs) I don't need your advice. So, uh, I don't know, looking older, I guess has some advantages, though. It has a few advantages. One, like, I live in Oakland. Anybody else here live in Oakland? Woo-hoo. Oakland, all right. And you, Miss? You're from there. Okay, cool. And you got the, the Navy hat. Yeah. Wow, so you're, me awesome. and you, man, we're Trump-proof. <laughs> there you go. Was that your grand, granddaddy that was in the Navy or something? Oh, that's like a Blue Angels hat? Kinda. Kinda. Yeah. Alright, you're a patriot though, right? Not really. Okay. <laughs> good, good. Um, anyway, <laughs> cause usually you see old people with that hat. You flipped it around, and I know <laughs> you feel, I made you feel self-conscious, huh? Yeah. Right? you is some old motherfuckers that are all shriveled up with the, the Navy hats, right, <laughs> in a wheelchair. <laughs> she flipped it around. All right. Um, I don't know, man. It's not that bad looking a little older, man, especially in my neighborhood. I live in the lower bottoms of uh, Oakland, the lower bottoms, man. They named it to set expectations for what they expect. But uh, it's cool, man. It's a cool neighborhood, but we got a lot of D-Boys in the neighborhood, man. We got D-Boys galore. These guys are pumping crack, heroin, fucking Xanny uh, bars, uh, Oxycontin, weed, Viagra, everything, man. Mm. And uh, But when you see, yeah, oh, with the Viagra got the woo. I didn't know you could get that on the street. You can- <laughs> <laughs> What's your name? Gabby, Gabby, come to the Lower Bottoms, man. I'll take you on a little tour. Yeah. The Viagra Trail. <laughs> That's what they call the hair. Like, no, all right. That's <laughs> disgusting. Um, yo, these D-Boys now, man. They see me now. These guys are pumping mad drugs. They see me. They call me OG. Yeah, ever since I, call, ever since I grew the beer, they call me OG. That It warms my heart, man. Because before the beer, they just called me Customer yeah I see him now I'm like yo man can I get a little senior discount (laughs) just throw me some blue pills Um, I know man I you know sometimes hey man I'm not uh, since I've been in San Francisco the sex my sex life has been great but I will admit like you can't be bullshitting with people in San Francisco like I used to think I was kinky you know and just yeah, slap you, you like that? <laughs> slap your ass. And Yo, you gotta have like the whole checklist in San Francisco, man. You gotta have like the safe word. You gotta know like, right? It's like a whole procedure, man. I was with this, chick, she's like, yo, you need to go to a workshop. Oh, no! Yeah. What? The What? The armory is like right down the road. They have workshops every month. You guys sound so surprised. That's never happened to you? Come on. All right. I guess I need to work on that. Uh, one minute. All right. I took the workshop. <laughs> it was pretty good. <laughs> it's very informative. Holy shit. Uh, but I don't know, man. My neighborhood, like, you know, I like living there. It is dangerous. Um, I got mugged for the first time in my life uh, about four months ago. And I had a black eye and a busted rib. Yeah, and people, they were at, reacting just like that, man. They're like, oh, my God, oh, it's so bad. I was like, yo, I'm happy, man. Things could have been way worse, man. I could have died if someone had called the cops. Um, I'm Malik Robinson, man. Enjoy the rest of the show. That was
0: awesome, Malik Robinson. Keep it going for him, yeah. Just so you know, my safe word is cinnamon. I know it's weird to hear out of context. Cinnamon, cinnamon. Other thing I really love about tonight and this weather is that now I know where to clean. Like, like this is an issue. I, I think this is from I think this is from uh, open improv on Tuesdays from eight to ten, where they all they're ta- and or comics and they do this. They're like, I'm using the window for like balance and also reference. They must be doing this over and over. I'm going to clean that tomorrow, maybe. It's Monday, I promise. Monday I'll clean that shirt. Uh, your next comedian, you guys, you are in for a treat. Tell you what. Yeah. Uh, she is going to be part of S- SF Sketch Fest this year. And she's one of the only people at SF Sketch Fest that I don't hate. So I love her so much, and I'm so glad that she's here. Absolutely. She's fucking hysterical. You guys are going to love her comedy. She makes me laugh every single fucking time. Put your hands together It's Gabby Pochia.
1: Thank
5: you, Pam. I like being not hated. It's rare, actually, (laughs) that anybody doesn't hate me. Um, I guess he's gone, but I was thinking about patriotism, and actually I am very patriotic. I don't know why, but uh, I mean because we're fucking cool, right, and Coca-Cola and all that shit, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. But like I feel the most American when I'm wasting food. <laughs> and like Americans throw away like 40% of their food. That's fucking insane, that's crazy. There are people in this world who are starving to death and we're throwing away 40% of our food. Like. It just seems like there's gotta be a way that we can force these people to eat our garbage. (laughs) You know, and just save ourselves some problems. Save the world. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Also, I have to do, I don't wanna approach this like I'm workshopping, but I have to do some things. I need to run by three sex texts to you guys. They're Christmas sex texts. Please, come up front. This is the workshop part of the program. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I meant the boyfriend, but thank you. That was great, I got one. Um, okay, so just clap for me if you think, or laugh. Wait, I'm sorry, I'm at a comedy show. I'm gonna just deliver them. So I was <laughs> It's Christmas time, right? And I was sex texting my boyfriend, or no, I was sex texting a various group of people. One of the texts <laughs> I sent out was, um, you know, it's Christmas time, and we're family. So come fuck me. That was one. Uh, I wanna have your Santa baby. Just kidding, it'll be gone by stream, spring cleaning. Come fuck me. And uh, hey, Jew face, I know you're not busy. Come fuck me. <laughs> okay, threes, it works, number it works. Three three works. Yeah. Number three is definitely the best one. I should have been thinking of this weeks in advance, you know, but but we've got hours left, so I appreciate you guys listening. Um, I don't know. There's so much to say about the world. Let's just talk about me. All right. Uh, My favorite movie when I was a kid was a lesbian movie. Yeah. Fried Green Tomatoes. It's a very lesbian movie. It's a very lesbian movie, but I didn't know that when I was a kid. That went straight over my head. But I knew that my favorite scene, these two women are on this picnic, right? And one of them like goes over to this tree and she sticks her hand up inside this live beehive. And she pulls out some raw honey and she brings it to her lover. And then these ladies just fucking finger the honey and like suck their fingers clean. And I didn't know what that meant, you know, cause I was just a child, but I still knew like, fuck yeah, do what they're doing. That seems awesome. <laughs> and uh, one day I'm gonna fist the shit out of a beehive. <laughs> but now I'm an adult and I'm too afraid to even try to stick my fingers in a pussy. Yeah, because part of me still thinks, like, there could be bees in there. (laughs) What if? Thanks. Um, I don't... I'm straight for the time being. Is this thing on? This is on. Right, okay. I just sound quieter than I do in my head. I must be stuffed up. Never matter. Uh, I I am straight uh, for the time being, and I really like to jerk off my boyfriend. I love it. (laughs) I know, like, not a lot of guys are into that, but he's in eighth grade, so he fucking loves it. (laughs) He can't get enough. I got lucky, he's the one, right? Um, (laughs) Did you guys ever hear your parents have sex when you were a kid? Yeah. Yeah, it's fucked up, right? It totally was so weird. It gave me the complete wrong impression because I thought Like, my family's getting back together, yay! (laughs) (laughs) Are you the photographer? No, 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 I'm gonna tape my friends there. You're gonna tape your friends there, okay. Do you watch a lot of stand-up comedy? Yeah. You do watch a lot of, have you seen me before? No, okay, okay. I'm gonna try really hard for you because <laughs> you're the one that hasn't seen it, I think. But anyway, it doesn't matter, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> Every time I come to Mutiny, I like forget what I'm doing. Like, this is a dream within a dream and I'm just happy to be on stage. This is, like, I feel very comfortable here and I I talk too much when I feel comfortable. <laughs> talk too much when I feel uncomfortable. They name me appropriately. Gabby, <laughs> it's my name, that's my name. Um. I don't know, I have a lot of problems because I'm straight. The last time I went to the STD clinic, it got fucking weird. The woman stuck the thermometer in my mouth, but she didn't put the little plastic cover on it first. Yeah, it was, it was savory, to say the <laughs> least. And, uh, and then she like pulled it out, and she was like, have you engaged in any at-risk behavior recently? Yeah, and I was like, I just let you raw dog me with the AIDS <laughs> wand. It just. So yeah, really recently. <laughs> um, my boyfriend is not in eighth grade. But <laughs> 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 uh, and uh, he's full grown, full grown baby man. And, uh <laughs> and like I, we sleep together, he sleeps at my house a lot. And I really, I hate to like kiss him in the morning when he's unshaven and his breath smells really bad. Cause I just feel like I'm kissing my own pussy. And it stinks. It's gross, something like that. All right, okay. (laughs) That worked one time. (laughs) I'm gonna keep trying though, because I want everyone to know my pussy stinks. (laughs) I guess that's that's my mission in life. (laughs) I mean, I don't know, don't they all kinda, right? Like I said, the bees thing haven't given any other ones a shot. I did smell a stripper's pussy one time. No, make that I smelled two stripper's pussies (laughs) on two different occasions. But that's just because I'm like, girl, I know what your problem is. (laughs) I could give you some homeopathic remedies for that if you want. (laughs) 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 That is funny. (laughs) That was one of those shameful things I never said to anybody. (laughs) But (laughs) That is funny. You could laugh at yourself years later. Um, (laughs) I I think that uh, stripping's cool. I hate the question... Off-subject. I hate the question, and I hear it a lot. My friend asked me recently, would I suck a dick for a million dollars? A million dollars, I'd fucking suck a thousand dicks for a million dollars. (laughs) It's it's good, right? That's fine. Easy way to make a million dollars. But I wouldn't actually suck, what? A thousand bucks a dick. A thousand bucks a dick, that's getting paid. That's fine with me. (laughs) That's fine with me. I would just treat it like comedy. Ten a day, ten a week, ten a week. You gotta get good eventually. It'll eventually pay off, I guess. That's what they tell ten me. Grand a week. Ten grand a week. God damn, wouldn't that be wonderful? Anyway, the point is, is that I wouldn't suck one dick for a million dollars because there's got to be something wrong with that dick, right? I know how money works. I ramble too much. <laughs> but I guess it's free advertising. <laughs> Lilith Wayne at gmail dot com, thousand dollars. <000. laughs> anyway. <laughs> I mean it is, right? This is going out online. Yeah. I might get some fucking money now. <laughs> <It's okay. laughs> I've also realized uh since we're political ranting, I think that's what we're doing. Uh I think that it's fucked up. Like, I kind of just want to, like, settle down and have a baby. Like, I I really do. I think that women are, I mean, maybe not all women, but this woman is uh, built for motherhood, but that's, like, looked down upon, you know? Like, that's, like, you got to do something that makes money. But I'm, like, naturally I'm driven to do that. Why can't I just do that? Um, And, like, the fact is, though, is that it's, like, a constant argument between, like, my logic and then my baby maker... And my baby maker just, like, launched this massive propaganda campaign, like. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> um, it's like, just fucking do it, you know. Uh, you need to do it. Yeah, okay, no. This is who goes first. Pussy first. All the time. Pussies. thank you. It's like, um, Yo. Time's running out. <laughs> you gotta, you, you gotta like work on. No, I'm sorry, I fucked it up. Okay, brain's like, I got some things I need to take care of before I make a baby. And my pussy's like, No way, you're never gonna do that. You need to create the person you wish to be. Uh-huh. Ah. And then and then my brain's like, yeah, but like I think my boyfriend has multiple personality disorder. And my pussy's like, Don't worry about it. Like, it takes a village to raise a child, you're doing fine. <laughs> And I'm like, okay, well, maybe I should just start with a dog. And it's like, no way, you're not responsible enough for that. <laughs> you can barely take care of me. And it's true. Back to the stinky pussy. Thank you guys very much. Give it up for fantastic. Let's keep it going for Gabby Bogia and her stinky
0: pussy. Uh, no, everybody's pussy stinks. Uh, my, my vagina, oh, yeah, get your beer and your things. Uh, my vagina actually looks like a, a one-winged butterfly made out of thickly sliced roast beef. Uh, I have one really small fin, it's like my Nemo fin. And I feel like I, that's where I get all my sexual prowess from It's like my weird little wonky Nemo fin. It's tiny, they don't, they're weird. All vaginas are different. Thanks, Georgia O'Keefe. You taught me that every pussy looks like a flower and they're all individual. Like snowflakes, except flowers, nice me feel good about myself. It's so, it's shaped weird, I know. I feel it all the time. Uh, You're next, it's so small, the one fin is so tiny. I don't know what it's supposed to do. I'm like, God, what is that for? I pray at night. I read the Bible and finger my butthole just like a normal, you know, girl. Is that what you guys go home and do? You drink a beer and read the Bible, finger, butthole, you know, just mining things for material. No one else is doing that. Looking for material, you guys. I use the Bible a lot. Uh, our next comedian. I I hope that you use the Bible. You're a Jew, right? Oh yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Finally. Happy Chaka Hanukkah. All right. <laughs> Chaka Hanukkah. Do you celebrate Hanukkah or Chaka Hanukkah? Uh, we just do Christmas. You just do Christmas. Yeah. I love Chaka-Conica, because it's when chaka Khan songs get played all the time, and <laughs> Naomi Campbell just bursts out of the closet. She's like, I'm black, remember me? <laughs> like, Happy Chaka-Conica. It's a lot of fun. Uh, you guys are gonna love your next comedian. Uh, he is a part of the Purple Onion at Kells. He's part of the, I've been on the comedy machine with him multiple times. He's hilarious, he's a great host, and he's a hilarious comedian. You guys are gonna laugh your asses off. Right now, it's Yonatan Pinkas. <laughs>
6: Hello, hello. Is this the one? Hello, everybody. I, I uh, prepared a bunch of stuff, but so many interesting things talked about tonight. I kind of wish women's vaginas had a honey-like comb inside of them, because I do have a tiny octagon-shaped dick. I think they're octagons. I don't know. Thank you all for being here on the day that Star Wars come out. You know, that's a big deal. It must mean that comedy means a lot to me because Star Wars. It actually does mean a lot to me. Not just because it was the first movie I saw ever uh, when it came out when I was six. I had never seen television, so it was the first thing I ever saw. And it's just played this like, through line in my life. Like The first time I ever got layered, it was hand solo.
1: <laughs>
6: I made that Kessel run in less than three parsecs. That's right. That is a Star Wars joke for people who are at a show and not Star Wars. It's 12 parsecs. It's 12 parsecs. That's all right. That's all right. I'm actually a Star Trek person. Um, <laughs> I, uh, my name is Yonatan, which, uh, because I was born in Israel, my parents gave me that name. They were a little concerned that when I came here to the United States that it would be a problem, but it wasn't. My first day of public school, they shortened it to faggot. <laughs> Stuck. Um, <laughs> no, uh, come on. We, in San Francisco, we love gay people. There have always been gay people. There were cave cavemen that were gay, there were gay cavemen. It's fun to picture. Gay cavemen. Uh, coincidentally, also went to clubbing. <laughs> yeah, I'm a silly person. I'm a silly person. Uh, yeah, but because of that in high school, I was in, I was in, <laughs> I was in 30 fights in high school. I know, I know, it's part of my permanent record. Uh, <laughs> I was in 30 fights, I won. One of them. For those of you listening, you can't. You'll know, Yeah, the people in the audience understand what's going on. I won one of those fights, but you guys seem nice, so I'll tell you the truth. Uh, I don't think her heart was in it. <laughs> I got some laughs, a lot of kind of concern. Uh, girls can be bullies too, uh, and she outweighed me by I don't like 40 pounds or whatever the fuck a wheelchair weighs. <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Uh, God, there's been a lot of political talk tonight. I I don't know if I don't want to talk politics. Well, okay, I love podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts, and I did listen to Barack Obama on the Mark Maron podcast. Yeah, that was amazing. Two-hour podcast. The next day, it was covered on the news because it was a big deal, uh, but all they mentioned was that he used the N-word. That was it. That was it. That's right, Barack Obama became the 44th U.S. president in a row to use the N-word. It's a historic day in America. I actually think that that some things are getting better, though. Uh, What did I read recently? That Augusta golf course in Georgia, traditionally white... I mean, it was probably a slave plantation turned into a big putt-putt course... Uh, last year decided that it was time to start allowing women members. Yeah, that's a, that's a big deal. And the first woman they invited to join was Condoleezza Rice. Wow. Right, which is kind of doubly a big deal, because not only obviously is she a woman, but she's also a cunt. Uh. I know, that's tough. That's a tough one. It's tough. I like that joke, though, because it gets people who are uncomfortable with that jo- word to laugh at it. Shows your hypocrisy. <clears throat> <coughs> Uh, that joke has never got me in trouble. The only joke that's ever really got uh, me in trouble, and this is uh, in reference to Malik, was I, uh, I, I talked about bondage and SNM and kinkiness, and like I'm fine with whatever people wanna do. I just, it's just BDSM is a complex, like Venn diagram acronym. It's just confusing and I can never remember like what it means, and so I just try to remember bad dad, sad mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some people on the internet were not happy with that joke. <laughs> they were not happy with that. And I realized, and, and you know, they, they express that as they do on the internet in a nice way. They express their, just, their, their unhappiness with it. And I responded as the kind person I am. I said, I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy to learn that, that, that you found that offensive. It's good. I like to grow as a person. I've now learned that you don't like it when words hurt. I know. I know. It's tricky. You shouldn't upset a group of people you know has access to a dungeon. It's some sort of not tying skills. Uh, <laughs> it's just not my thing. I like real realistic porn and I'm not talking about like homemade stuff because I want some production quality. I just want it to be, to reflect my life. I want the, the guy needs to get like a leg cramp like halfway through and need to stop for a minute and maybe a little light grateful crying at the end. Just something so that it reflects me and my life, uh, which is a, a life of a single man, obviously. Uh, (laughs) I was in a relationship for seven years, and then I got out of it, and all that, you know, all the internet dating, all that stuff started in that time. My first date uh, was with a woman who told me on the first date that she made her living as a mermaid. (laughs) I know, isn't that great? People say our economy isn't doing well. That's ridiculous. (laughs) It's ridiculous. For those of you uh, listening, uh, that, that is fish on the bottom, woman on top, not the other way around. While I'm into koi girls, I'm not into girl koi. Oh boy, <laughs> that's, that's not good. Uh, the other thing she told me was that she was polyamorous. A w- yeah, a word that I actually hadn't heard of at that time, but I learned that it's a, it's a compound word. It's from the Greek and Latin. Uh, poly meaning many. And Mori meaning childhood traumas. Uh, but I, no, I learned some things about her, her community. Her, actually, the, her, the gr- apparently a group of polyamorous people is called a clap. What? A clap of poly people. Uh-huh. Like a school of fish or a, or a pride of homosexuals or, or a brunch of white people. You know? Ah, <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. Uh, I can I can I read. You know, it is the holiday season, and I got a a, a Christmas card at work, and I just want to read the last the last little bit of it because it was it was long, but it, you know it does the normal thing, like you know what we've been doing this year and how the kids are, and but the last line was let me see, awaiting the predicted cold blast from Canada. Our eastern azaleas are in bloom. The spring. Fern green and tall. California is crackling. God keep us safe in this nation without a leader. I've been doing comedy for four years. I've never written that good of a turn. Like, that's fucking brilliant. I laughed so hard. I know. It's so beautiful. And it's, the picture on the front of the card, which I don't have, was just this beautiful you know, looking picture of an older couple gazing into each other's eyes. I will never be that good of a comedian. It's amazing. I really need to get more, uh, I don't know. Political I suppose, but I think I you know what I'm gonna do I'm gonna end with this uh, story that I, I I'm not sure if it's funny But it was such an incredible thing on Tuesday I was up in Tahoe and it just snowed like 18 inches and it was I don't know It was almost midnight and I had just gone to get some food And I was walking back to the hotel through the snow and there was like dappled light coming through the trees from the moon and approaching me was a wolf like a one and a half year old beautiful gray wolf. And it just kind of gave me, a, it looked at me and it kind of gave me a little birth and went around me. And I, I decided to follow it because I forgot about fight and the other thing. Uh, <laughs> I, and it, you know it was, it was looking back at me and I was just like feeling in my heart, I was like, oh my God, yeah, this is where the idea of spirit animals come from because it was just like, I just felt this amazing connection and It did stop and it looked me in the eyes and I could swear it said, what are you looking at, faggot?
7: Thank you!
0: Run! Jonathan Pinkus, yes! Yay! I was also traumatized in junior high, uh, but they didn't call me faggot, they just called me fat. Uh, Both words start with an F, it works. I mean, it's fair, right? Uh, Hey guys. You are in for a treat. Are you ready for this? We have a comedian all the way from LA. Another one. Second one of the night. We, we were gifted with um, a small set on the happy hour, so you guys must go back and listen to that podcast because wow, she has a billion voices. I, we have no, I have no idea what she's gonna do. I enjoyed your set so much in the last show. You guys are gonna love it. Clap wildly right now. It's Chloe Feynman. Yeah.
8: How's it going? This is an interesting microphone. Um, speaking of like animals and their spirits, sometimes I'm so tired that I feel high. Uh, I live in downtown LA, and it's just like always at night, it's like, suck my dick. No, you suck my dick. Suck my dick. No, you suck my dick. And I never sleep. And two days ago, I was like in my foggy morning walk, and I looked at this pigeon, and he was just like, Looking at? <laughs> and I was like, pigeons are the thug of birds. <laughs> he was like, So you got any crumbs? And I was like, I, I have this apple.
1: And he was like, Apple? What do you think I am? A rat? <laughs>
8: <laughs> Motherfucker, I'm a bird. <laughs> and then he walked off. Um, I'm also Jewish, and uh, my grandmother. Speaking of Judaism, she died really recently and I was with my family and we were all lying by her dead body. And <laughs> which is so weird, like what the fuck Judaism? What is that? She's, and her mouth was open like it was not cute and I shouldn't say that. And my aunt is sitting and like stroking her dead hand and we're supposed to say the prayer. And none of us—we're all hippie Jews. Like we're like, we like go to the ocean and, and like dance naked, and it's Jewish, and that's the thing. So my aunt is like, oh God. Siri, Siri, what's the shema?
1: <laughs>
8: and Siri's like, IKEA. And she's like, God damn it, she's anti-Semitic. <laughs> and we're like, had to fake a Jewish prayer for my grandmother's funeral. It was horrible.
3: God, I was, up,
8: speak, and then this is my thing. I went to Israel recently, and those motherfuckers are insane. I was at a club, and this guy comes up to me, and he just goes, oh my God, you're disgusting. Thank you. He's like, <laughs> you are covered in sweat, you're disgusting. And he walks off. And then in Israel, for whatever reason, this song starts playing. I let his pop your pussy like this. Yeah. So I'm just like, doing it now, do it good, lick my pussy just. And he's like, what is it? Is it a twerk? <sighs> She Amir, vashmir, vashmir. And like all, like five Israeli guys just surround me and attack my pussy. And they're just like, oh, she twerk, she, twerk, she twerk. Um, And now I understand orthodoxy. There's a reason for it. Uh, so anyway, yeah, so I'm from LA. I go to a lot of open mics in Los Angeles. This is my impersonation of a male comic. <laughs> oh. You ever, uh... You ever rip a fart and rip a bong at the same time? While you're touching your dick? (laughs) And you're like, serendickity. It's like
1: hours
8: of that. (laughs) Oh man, I moved to LA. And everyone was like, join CrossFit, because that's how you'll make friends. And I did, which is stupid, because all, well, it wasn't stupid, it was amazing. Everyone in my CrossFit gym was in the porn industry, because it's Los Angeles. And I became really good friends with a Swedish porn star. And she's actually like the most famous porn star, which is really weird to have in a CrossFit gym, because she was like, I can't do the burpee because I bust a tear. (laughs) I have to modify the exercise, <laughs> and then we would team together, and she'd like be cheering me on, but she'd be like, "Yeah, Chloe, oh, oh, Chloe, Chloe," la, 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 la. and and I got really curious, so I watched her videos, and in all the videos, she's just like, oh, 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 which is the exact same sound she would make when she was doing the fucking exercises, like. Oh, We uh, and then they're really into the fucking paleo diet. Do you know what that is? Yeah, paleo. yeah, exactly. So they were like going over it, and she's like, "Is weed paleo? Well, I have to have weed. Is Dick paleo? <laughs> <laughs> Siemens paleo, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Bukkake paleo? No. Good.) <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's a good, good shit. Um, I uh, came back for the holidays recently. I come from kooky juice. it's just a thing. It's like the Bay Area thing. And uh, my aunt was over and she's like a kook monster 2.0. She was like, she used to, uh, she's from Baltimore and she's like, oh yeah, no, John Waters was a good friend. I used to hang out with him and do amyl nitrates. Gay guys love them, yeah. Just, you know, smoke a joint, drop acid. Chloe, your generation's so uptight. Oh, scared as shit. She used to live in LA, and I was like, What did you so how was it when you lived there? And she just goes, I did things for money that I don't care to repeat. <laughs> <laughs> she came in the next morning over Thanksgiving. She's like, Is there a ghost in this house? And we're like, What? She's like, Yeah, there's a ghost in this house. Hmm. She lifts up her sleeve, you put a bandit on my arm. She had a little fucking Band-Aid on her arms. Like, yeah, there's a, there's a ghost in this house. The next day she calls back and she's like, it was my acupuncturist. <laughs> 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 I love it. <laughs> so bizarre. Um, yeah, so I've moved downtown recently and it's really interesting, like everybody in my building has like a man bun and a pit bull. And I'm like, they must be a DJ. <laughs> And then LA is this weird thing because like everyone moves to LA and they get sober. They're either like from New York or they're from here, so they move to LA and they get sober. <laughs> and so if they have meditation beads, it's like they're recovering. <laughs> it's crazy. I um I decided to finally have sex in Los Angeles, which is a big deal because it's like everywhere you look, it's like the STD posters, posters. <laughs> da 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 da. So I got really scared about it, and so I found this like really. Really young guy, He's. I'm actually, I'm 27, and he was 24, and I was like, he'll keep it up, it'll be great. And he's really paranoid, I was like, he's super clean, and we're having sex, and he's just like, really nerdy guy, he's like, you have the best feeling vagina. <laughs> I was like, first of all, it's a pussy. <laughs> and we're doing it and doing it and doing it, and in the middle, he's just like, oh. <sighs> oh my penis is dehydrated.
1: <laughs>
8: like, okay, so like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go get a glass of water. <laughs> it's like, okay, so he goes back, but what the
1: fuck does that mean? <laughs> like, ah. <gasps> her
8: pussy's so dry. Is that a mirage in the distance? <laughs> it's crazy. You do really weird shit for work when you live in LA. Par- I do part-time stuff, and last week. I helped cast an anti-tobacco PSA commercial where I had to cast the child who could cry when he finds out that his mother is dying of lung cancer. <laughs> so all these stage moms are like in the uh, uh, ra- room and this woman comes up to me, she's like, yeah, so you see that kid? Yeah, uh, that's mine, that's Timmy. He's really a cheery kid, but uh, you, can just, you can just give it to him. And I was like, what? Yeah, yeah, last night we were like, hey, Timmy, what would happen if mommy died? And that really got him going. So just feel free to, you know, get in there. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so I ended up having to help out the audition and I go in and our thing is, we're supposed to pretend we're baking cookies for the anti-tobacco PSA. And then all of a sudden I'm supposed to go (laughs) and start like dying of cancer in front of a four-year-old child. (laughs) And the four-year-old child is supposed to sing me happy birthday. So I'm like, <gasps> and this little kid's like, why, why would I sing happy birthday? That's a sad birthday. This isn't happy birthday. <sighs> and then we're like, she's, the casting was so weird. You'd ask the kid what makes them sad. It was so creepy. So she's like, so Timmy, like, what makes you sad? And this kid's just like, I don't think I've discovered that yet. <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome. <laughs> he should get the part. He should get the part. Kids. Love kids. He's playing a game with one of the kids in the lobby. Would you rather? And then the kid to me was like, Would you rather be a boogle? Oh. And I was like, What the fuck are you saying? Would you rather be a boogle? And I was like, A what? A boogle. And I was like, oh what? A boogle the trash in your nose. (laughs) They're so cute. Kids. (laughs) Um, Let's see, what else? Golly, Uh, yeah, she's talking about, it's crazy being from the Bay Area. You're raised to be a really liberal woman. When I wanted to lose my virginity, my friends called my high school boyfriend and said, Jamie, you have to go down on her first. And a week later I lost my virginity and had my pushways. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and
8: so like I've just been raised to be really like if I'm mad at a guy, I'm like, come on, you are like pussy, like come on, what? Ugh. And so in terms of dating, I'll just be really blunt with people. Like, what do, I'm a woman, I have needs. So I'll just be like, fuck again sometime.
1: <laughs>
8: Nothing. <laughs> be like, Hey, what's up? I haven't heard from you in a week. I just want you to know like I chaved. <laughs> <laughs> I chaved my pussy. And I realized, like, I approach men like a backwater woman named Bertha from this <laughs> cellar. It's <sighs> 5 p.m. I'm on the 405 stuck in traffic. And I'm in heat. I'm going to send this little motherfucker a text. <laughs> it's 2015, okay? I'm a feminist. Hey, so I d- I d- I've done, these are all true stories. Like, <laughs> hey, you like that titty? <laughs> <laughs> the response I got was, Merry Christmas. <laughs> 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 like I go, I wanna get my, I wanna get my kitty scratched. Which I think is the way to approach it. I have all these like actress friends in LA and they're like, you can't say that to a guy, Chloe. <laughs> Did you scare another guy away? You don't understand. The world is ruled by pussy. Okay? You have to dangle it. Dangle that shit. Which means, like, you just have to act like this submissive cat. Like,
1: mm, sorry.
8: No! Fuck that! Get laid! Get it in, okay?
1: <laughs>
8: this is another one I did. <laughs> I did this. This is true, actually. I'm realizing it. I sent this to a guy. I went, her <laughs> <laughs> and he just sent a cat emoji and i was like
7: want to grab a drink
8: i never heard from him again <laughs> yeah anyway so it's been great being here thank you guys so much <laughs> my time <laughs> keep it going for chloe Feynman, yes oh my
0: god these la people tonight fucking murdering it Chloe Feynman again, please. The lady of a thousand hilarious voices. My God, I can't believe. Well, you're gonna be on some new Disney movie. You could actually just do all the voices. Well, who is your agent? We need to connect them with the, oh shit, yeah!
1: Coming in,
0: people coming in from the storm, I love it. Bags and people, stuff. You guys are in for a treat because your next comedian is he is like a bear, with, uh, but he's not, cause he's not gay. But I always imagine his furriness and I only see it on his face. But you guys, I, I, but his jokes are so fuzzy. It's like he's gonna, it's like his jokes are like hugging you like a polar bear. That you and you, but he has no teeth. He's like a he's like a polar bear with no teeth. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm digging myself into a bigger... The ice polar caps are melting. And he's joined us, finally. He's actually the soul of a polar bear. He's joined us. He comes from Texas, but he was really from the north. I'm throwing myself into a hole right now. You guys, clap hysterically the very amazingly funny... Chris can answer!
3: All right. Thank you, uh thank you for that rousing introduction (laughs) polar bear with no teeth (laughs) just here to gum you with my in-your-face humor (laughs) maybe sell you a couple (laughs) coca-colas i know that you're not from here so you haven't been caught up in the facebook maelstrom that is my life and um i know that a lot of you locals want to hear about it that's fine i'll just come right out my girlfriend has a cock (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna sugarcoat it i don't like the taste of salty and sweet together when i'm sucking my girlfriend's cock Pam's right. I'm not gay. I'm straight. It's not gay, if it's your girlfriend's cock. <laughs> Her thing. She likes to. I have man titties. Um, I do. You know. I'm. I. I like them now. She's given me so much confidence. I really. For the first time, I'm 43 years old, and I love my breasts. Yeah, it feels good. Uh, and I. You know. I know what they look like. They're like wet dinner napkins. (laughs) And my nipples are huge, they're inverted. And uh, they look like European coffee filters, just pointed straight down. Anyway, my girlfriend, what she really loves to do, she likes to put on a strap-on right above her cock. And um, she likes for me to mash my titties together and she titty fucks me. Yeah, it's called the Tegan and Sarah. I'm gonna Wikipedia that pretty soon, so I understand my own punchline. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Fucking a little too much, I guess. It's true. It's true. I only know that because my last orgasm was a poof of air. <laughs> it's like my dick burped. I was trying to come in my girlfriend's face, and I just dilated her pupils. getting your kitty scratched. I appreciated that a lot. I, lo- I love how you talk. I really do. I wish more women would. Uh, well, because young fellas, they have, they have no compunction, whatever. They talk like that all the time. I'm old. I hang out with these young comics, and they're always crushing puss. Just fucking crushing puss. Just just mashing puss all the way to the butt and stubbing it out. And just fucking... <laughs> I always have the puss in some mortar and pestle situation, just grinding it out, grinding it out. Hey, everybody should go to Piano Fight at 10.30 if you're not staying here. Oh but she's on a great show. She's on a really great show. It's called Live Sex. And, uh, yeah, there's not, we don't talk about fucking enough in comedy. So I just feel like maybe you should go over there for a change. And, what was I talking about? Oh, you're fucking... Um, yeah, but they're crushing puss and, you know, they're stanching the hatchet wound and, uh, yeah, smashing gash. It's awful. It's just awful. I'm, I'm older and uh, when I was a kid, uh, a young man, I should say, we talked about our sexual adventures through the metaphor of baseball. Any young people, have you heard of baseball? It was a popular sport. Okay. A <laughs> couple. There's a documentary about it uh, by Ken Burns. Uh, who that young people, that's like Morgan Spurlock with integrity. There's a channel called PBS. Anyway, <laughs> baseball is this game. It's real simple. First base, second base, third base. You know, and then you you get home. Uh, I'll just quick example. I'll use example uh, last night because uh, I'm in an open relationship with my girlfriend who has a cock, and um, <laughs> we have we have a plethora of issues to work through. But anyway. I was with I was with a beautiful beautiful young lady last night, Uh, I think she's 22, 23 years old, and you know we're talking about what the young people are talking about transhumanism, future abnegation of gender identity, all that stuff, and uh, I think right, and I think I think I was like in the middle of a juicy Ray Kurzweil quote, and she just like jumped across the table and started mashing lips with me. I was like whoa first base. That's first base. We're kissing. I didn't even know there was a game on I'm on. I'm standing on first base proudly. So we go back to her place. Uh, we can't go back to my place because I sleep on a mattress pad on the floor surrounded by garbage <laughs> and fruit flies. <laughs> Couple Chinese people, whatever. <laughs> San Francisco, we do what we have to. Um, so we go to her place, you know, and things are, things are going well. She's kissing kissing down my, uh, my chest, and she's pulling hair out of her teeth. And uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, real discreet. She's not making a big deal about it. And um, she kisses, she kisses all over the tops of my titties. Yeah, and uh, then she flipped them up and kissed underneath. I know, second base, <laughs> second base. And uh, it's, not, it's not what she called it, she called it creasing. Uh, <laughs> I know, I'm learning so much. <laughs> it was nice. It feels a lot better than it sounds. I do realize that. Um, so it was great, you know? She continues down. She's kissing down my belly and, uh, you know, pulling more hair out of her teeth. And she gets down all the way down underneath my belly and uh, creases me again. And, uh, <laughs> you know... Then, you know, she's right on top of it. Uh, Before you know it, we're at third base. Third base. I'd like to get to third base with this handsome young man. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, oh my goodness, look at this. It's a gangbang of comedy. All right. Hey, what's up? I'm just talking about fucking. Um, yeah, so I'm, we're on third base right now, and uh, yeah, I do. I love third base. It's my favorite. It really is. Uh, but I'm a traditionalist, and I wasn't counting on the third base coach to call for the old finger in the ass. And, uh, not saying I didn't like it. I just wh- I wasn't prepared. It's some next level Tommy Lasorda shit. And uh, I don't. I don't even know how that f- really. I don't even know how it fits the baseball metaphor, to tell you the truth. It's like the seventh inning stretch, I guess. Uh, I just have a gaping hole now in, uh, in my knowledge of what young people enjoy. And uh, so, you know, first base, second base, third base plus, I guess. I scrambled home, you know, I went for it. And I dove, dove at the plate. She tagged me out, it was too close to call. We had to go to the video. And uh, let me tell you right now, instant replay is ruining baseball. She was very upset that I'd recorded it. Um, very upset I didn't understand that's what young people liked uh, you know and uh, most of my sexual adventures fit nicely on Vine it's a website the kids like and um, so that was that I felt terrible you know no means no not just during no means November but every month you have to come on that's right, consent is sexy. Um, it is, that's, that's not even a joke. Um, and it, was, it wasn't a joke, you know, the, it killed the mood. So I had to get up and I was like, I'm, I'm really sorry, I, uh, I just, you know, that's first base, second base, third base, and she's like, I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about, but you really need to learn a lot about young people, young women, you know, millennials, it's not a big deal to us. You know, giving somebody head, third base old man, That's just how we get to know somebody. It's like following somebody on Instagram. (laughs) Doesn't give you the right. I said, I realized that. I'm sorry I am learning. You know, I felt terrible, and I I excused myself like a gentleman. I was leaving, and uh, her roommate came home right about then. She introduced us. She said, Chad, this is Chris. Chris, this is Chad. You know, we talked for a couple minutes. I shook his hand. I sucked his dick. And, uh, (laughs) yeah, we are Facebook official today. All right. Thanks, oh, thank you very much. Yeah, so, right, so it's good. It had a, a nice ending. Um, <laughs> a, happy, a happy ending for everyone, for everyone involved. Oh, my gosh, love. I Honestly, I should have I learned everything that I really needed to know about love from my last relationship. Uh, we had two, two key problems as I see it. Uh, that seem to be recurring problems in my relationship, uh, one thing uh, uh, is grammar. you, sir, I know uh, work hard at your relationship because you date a grammar Nazi <laughs> <laughs> she admitted that she admitted that earlier on stage uh, or stickler if you want i don 't know you know i don 't know that she 's going to make a lampshade out of you if you misspell something but <laughs> She's a stickler for grammar. And that's, uh, my last girlfriend was a huge, huge stickler for grammar. You know, I'd come up behind, I'd nuzzle her, be in the mood, say, ooh, baby, I wanna fuck you so bad. She'd pull away cold, I'd have to correct my grammar. (laughs) Uh, Baby, I wanna fuck you so poorly. Ah. (laughs) That's right. That's right, and I will. Um, and I guess really the big, the big issue with us, uh, some people know about it, but uh, newcomers, my girlfriend was a prostitute, uh, for the entire year that we dated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, a few giggles. Thanks. Been trying to find the humor in it for some time. Um, (laughs) no, it's true, uh. My girlfriend is, a, is was, uh, she's not my girlfriend anymore, but is a prostitute, so I guess, I'm fucking up the grammar still. You never learn, you never learn. Um, yeah, she's a prostitute, she's known in the city uh, as the city's premier BBFS provider. A lot of you are pretending you don't know what BBFS means, it means bareback full service. She specialized in doing everything without protection. Yeah, that's right. And the whole time I was with her, we didn't use condoms. I'm not gonna throw away value like that. Read the reviews.
1: Uh-huh.
3: I'm serious. Some of some of the reviews by Colonel Cream Pie 1972 are legendary. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely legendary reviews. And. Uh, I'm not gonna throw all that away just because I'm in love. Yeah, and I really, the only time that I got hurt, the only time that I felt jealous or vulnerable, she would come home late at night from work, exhausted, and uh, I would massage her feet, which I know is stupid. You know, it's the only part she's not using. And uh, I would spoon her to sleep. And sometimes in her sleep, she would fart. And sometimes those farts would smell like cologne. (laughs) I know. The women are laughing, but the guys aren't. Because the guys, when they go to see prostitutes, are thinking about it right now. They don't douse their genitals with cologne. No. The smell of cologne, it's from their wrists.
0: Chris a genius, and a gentleman. (laughs) Killing it, being awesome. Oh my God, Chris Canasser, so much love for you. It's just, sorry about your horror ex-girlfriend. Hey guys, before a headliner, we have one more amazing comedian. Uh, He runs a room at the Eagle every Wednesday, uh, 5.30 signups, 6 to 8 or 8.39, whatever it happens. He's also a part of the uh, Mutiny Radio 2016 Comedy Festival, as is the last comedian you saw. He'll actually be hosting a special night show at the Eagle on the, we're really excited about it. Yeah, Beth and I talked about it, it's good stuff. That's personal business. I shouldn't bring it up in front of these people. It's great, he's hilarious. Clap your hands wildly, you guys. I love him so much, it's Colin Holt.
9: All right. Well, uh this isn't going to start off on like a happy note or anything. So, uh cool your uh expectations, everybody. <laughs> uh my girlfriend and I just broke up. Uh we broke up at the beginning of the month and um it's all right. It's okay. She made a good decision. Um uh I'm glad she made it because that means that I didn't have to. But all, no, I mean it, everything is good. Like we ended on a good note and everything's everything's great. Um, it's just like, she, it, the hardest part for me is that she loved fat animals. And like now whenever I see a fat animal, I can't send her a picture. I, I'm like starting to resent fat animals. <laughs> I'm just like, you know you're like that cause the person you're with doesn't love you enough, right? Like the owner's got to be like, "Hey, listen, it's not about you, it's about him." <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, no, uh but it, everything was good. Uh I don't know. It's it's been it's been it's been I don't know. She cried and I was like, "You just is enough for the both of us," I think. I, I <laughs> Like I felt bad. <laughs> Is that mean to say? That's not mean, right? I was just like, well, because she had like a month to process it. She was like, I've been thinking about this for like a month. Jesus. Right. Is that, is that a lot? Are you just like, fucking no, right away, we're over, we're done. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay, so I'm like, I don't know, I'm almost to the month mark. Uh, maybe I'll cry in a week. We'll find out. Um. <laughs> I'm, I'm just going to like break down in the shower and like slip on my own tears and... <laughs> who fucking knows, dude? I don't know, but it uh she was great. She was like the coolest person and um You know what I think is the funniest though is like the people uh who are unhappy no matter where they're at in a relationship, they're just like, God damn it, I'm fucking single. It's so miserable, you don't even know. And then uh, they, they get in a relationship and they're like, fucking it! I think I need to break up with this person. <laughs> like, maybe you should focus on something other than dating someone. <laughs> like, Amen. Obviously, you're, like, obviously you're making all of the bad decisions. Like, You're a bad decision maker. <laughs> That's what you are. What do you think of when you think of a bad decision maker? When I was growing up, like my parents were just like, uh oh, fucking Tommy selling drugs down the street, man. He's a bad decision maker. It's like, yeah, but Tommy also had a Cadillac that made him really fucking happy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure like, he's like, I made good decisions. <laughs> like, People who are bad at making decisions are like really unhappy with their life. Like I like to imagine, all right, like, some guy, like, but if somebody goes to prison, they're like, man, hey, he was a bad decision-maker. But it's like, what if going to prison was the best decision he ever made? <laughs> uh, unintentionally. Right? Like, what if he's there, and then, like, he learns how to make wine in the toilet. And he's like, he's never fucking known how to make wine before. And he's like, dude, when I get out of here, he, he goes, applies to, like, wineries.
1: <laughs>
9: right? <laughs> He out his application and then, like, he gets an interview at one, he's just, like, so fucking excited, he's like, listen, I've been to prison, I know that's, like, really off-putting, but if I'd never been to prison, I never would have found my passion, which is, like, making wine. Uh, <laughs> the fucking, the, inter- the manager is like, oh, so uh, where did you make wine? He's like, we fucking made it in the toilet, dude. <laughs> <laughs> just like, like, where else are you gonna fucking make it? I don't know. I don't know. That's that's a TV thing probably. They they can make wine in other places, I'm sure, but it's way funnier if he's just making it in the toilet and he has to apply for a job and he's like, We had to make it in the toilet. <laughs> I, don't know. I love I love it. I love it. <laughs> uh uh. <laughs> Welch's grape juice pilfered from the kitchen. Just. Uh, a lot yeah, a lot of sugar. Um, uh, yeah. Hey, you know, uh alcohol kills everything, right? All right. Uh tell me you guys remember sex ed. Okay. Um I I think sex ed is like kind of, I don't know, now that I've been, uh, you know, I think it's kind of shitty here. Well, this was my first experience uh, when I figured out that it was like kind of shitty. I was, it was like 14 or whatever, 13, 14. They were like, hey, you're going to get hair here, 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 and here, and whatever. But like the one place that they never told me I was going to get hair was like my asshole. So... (laughs) So one day I'm wiping and like there's something that's just like not coming out and I'm like pulling on it and I'm like, ah, that kind of hurts.
1: <laughs>
9: and, and I was like, oh my God, do I have a moldy asshole? I was like, oh my God, I, I think there's mold growing on my asshole. So, so this was like dial up days. I just, like, Google moldy asshole. I'm the only person who's got a moldy asshole. I was like, I can't tell my mom. I can't tell anybody. I just, like, waited. I was like, maybe it'll go away. Until, like, one day I, like, bent over, and I was like, oh, that's what it is. All right. Fucking, you could have given me some warning. I'd have liked to know. You get fucking hair, it's not mold, dude. Disgusting. That's why the Charmin bear always gets fucking toilet paper stuck in his. That's so fucking gross. That's the nastiest fucking commercial. It's like. Oh, it doesn't. Choose Charmin because it doesn't leave nasty ass fucking toilet paper in your ass crack. That's so disgusting, dude. They choose a fucking bear and they make it all goddamn cute. Like, look at me, I'm doing the goddamn macarena or some shit. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> um, but okay, so that was that was like the first thing about sex ed that sort of t- ticked me off, man. But like, I uh. I don't know. I'm not like a crazy, mad sex dude or whatever. I, I'm, I'm a Midwest boy. I'm a Midwest boy with manners who was raised very conservatively. And um, uh, I'm very manila or vanilla or whatever it is. I don't even know what the term is. But vanilla? All right. I was thinking manila, like manila envelope. But. This is the beautiful thing. He's sitting in the audience right now, Mr. John Gallagher. Oh, yeah, I got to credit you for this. No, we didn't do anything sexy or whatever, but he comes home. He comes home, and he says, we had the craziest fucking night at this bar, dude. It was like, fuck, we were at Cozy carts like this porn bar. They intersplice like, porn shit in between and all these, like, music videos, and it was like, dick, vagina, oh, squirting, oh, God, cum shots, all right. Uh... So we're at, he's like, we're at this bar. (laughs) And this girl's like, oh my God. She's with her parents. He's like, oh, it was fucking weird. She was hitting on me and my friend. And she goes, oh, uh, I can't wait. We were all drinking. She goes, I can't wait. I'm gonna fucking piss on your face and you're gonna piss on my face. We're just gonna fucking piss on each other. We're gonna have a good fucking time. (laughs) And I was like, that sounds disgusting, first of all. But then second of all, I was like, no, second thought, like, good for her. Like, that's fucking great. You should be upfront about that, excuse me, all the time. Just be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking piss on your face and you're going to piss on my face if that's what you're into. Because you know what? One day she's going to meet some dude and he's going to be like, I've been waiting my whole life for somebody to say that to me. Just like, he's going to be like, this is my thing. I I just wanted to piss on somebody's face. I don't want somebody to piss on my face. Just fucking say it. Just be like, yeah. Let's have a good fucking time. You know what? I want somebody. To, I, I don't know. Like, it's not my thing. But go for it. Fucking do it. Put it out there. Raise your freak flag. Let it fly, dude. God damn it. Um. I don't know, I don't know how to end this, really. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I'm done, is that how he, he said I'm done! Uh, all right, oh. I, I'll tell you this. I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. I, um. Uh, I, a dude tried to mug me mug me <laughs> recently <laughs> i'm sorry uh, and i was sitting at a bench and this guy came up to me and he goes yo give me your phone and i looked up at him and i was like uh, no <laughs> right cuz like i worked hard for my phone okay and like if i worked hard for my phone then you have to work hard for my phone too <laughs> not going to make your job any easier for you. See how dedicated you are to this chosen career path of yours. And then instead of doing anything about it, he just said again. He was like, yo, give me your phone. And then I ignored him by looking at my phone. And he went away. I like to imagine he got home and his girlfriend was there. She was like, how was your night, honey? He was just like nobody respects me at work. <laughs> Thank you very much. You. Enjoy the rest. Of the- yeah.
0: Go and see him every Wednesday at the Eagle, SF. Sign up to six, seven thirty. I mean five thirty, and it's great times. Hey guys. Our headliner isn't here yet, so we've got another special guest from L.A. Yeah, he's gonna be fucking funny. You like how I I made that rhyme? Uh, You guys, put your hands together right now. It's Rio Rosario.
7: Hi, guys. uh, Rick Rosario. Hi. Thanks, Pam. Thank you. Uh, Uh... uh, it's I, this is my first time in LA. Or, er, sorry, I'm in San Francisco. I'm in San, Fran- I'm in San Fran. I'm in San Francisco right now. It's that's how real it is. That's how. No, I'm I'm from LA, and I'm visiting, and it's just unbelievable to me. I can't believe I'm I'm here. Uh, I have to get some stuff off my chest, guys. Uh, I am disoriented. I can't believe I'm here. Uh, I pulled a prank on my friend recently, and I feel a little bit bad about it. Uh, he left his phone on, his Facebook was open, and I wrote on his wall, uh, I'm, uh, what was it? Uh, thank you to all the, everyone who wished me well and, uh, got me off that ledge. I'd like to thank my friends and my family. I was like, it's, it it gets the point across. It's a nice little joke. (laughs) And I turned off the phone and, uh, He was like oh that's he he came back from the bathroom or whatever and he he picked up his phone (coughs) and he was like oh that's funny wait oh somebody wrote a suicide thing it looks like it was for me hey wait a second this thing's on my wall what
1: my work my work what 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 (laughs) what what
7: he was having a mental breakdown in front of me. He couldn't believe, he couldn't believe that this thing was happening to him, kind of like what was happening to me a little bit ago. Like, am I, was I having an aneurysm back then? I don't know. Yeah, that's appropriate. That's for that. No, I'm joking. Um, he was, like, beside himself, and I was like, shit, I can never, I can never confess to him. You know, because I don't know what he's capable of. I saw a side of somebody that is close to me, a good friend, uh, that I don't ever want to encounter again. <laughs> you know, let's just bury this. He erased it from his wall, and then he just started like calling people in his contact list. Like, no, it was a, no, it was a, it was a weird prank. Somebody was pranking me, <sighs> and he was like. I don't know, I've never seen anyone flip out like that. It was just very weird. Uh, So now I'm just taking this story to comedy sets to just get it off my chest and really... (laughs) Because I can never confront him about it. Hopefully, hopefully he listens and I'm like far away and he just hears it and is, you know, one day we'll just like, just be like, yeah, that that was me. Yeah, I know, it was you. And then it'll be cool, hopefully. A um, uh, little truth about me: I'm, uh, I'm in the industry. I'm from LA. I hate to say it, but I wrote it. Part of my set. It's part of my set. I don't. I don't want to sound facetious, but I'm in the industry, guys. I've done background work in such shows as Glee. Wow. As yeah, this is. You this is high yeah yeah uh <laughs> it's it's, like 40, it's right? not a it's not a <laughs> it's not something to be proud of i think in la it plays a little differently because <laughs> i was wondering if, if, if you know if i brought it up if people would be like you're on the tv but like but like in la you're like they're like oh you're on glee i was on General Hospital, what, what, you know, like, everyone's, like, competing with each other's credits, no, 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 I wasn't, I was, like, the other person that's judging me, sitting in the other, you know, open mic situation, I don't know, everyone's got credits in LA, I don't know, that's another secret, another story, I guess, um, I've done Sarah Connor Chronicles, huh, very mystifying, have you guys... Ever seen this face before? uh, First of all, has anyone ever seen any of those shows? Uh, Has anyone seen my face in any of those shows? Provided that you have watched them, right? No, you haven't. Then I've done my job. Uh, (laughs) I'm a convincing background actor, guys. Uh, It doesn't pay the bills. Uh, I had had my part-time job. Yeah, what's that? Don't look at the camera. That's right. That's right. That is some important shit right there. We're laying truth here tonight at the Mutiny Radio <laughs> FM. That's right. <laughs> uh, I had a day job that I recently walked away from. Guys, it's very liberating. It's very empowering, sir. Friends that know me. No, my day job was at the Home Depot. I worked at the Home Depot for three years. Guys, I walked away from it. Unvoluntarily, they asked me to leave. They told me to get out of there. <laughs> and, uh, and that's what you do. You just, like, start emptying your locker. and uh, I don't know how I had all this stuff in there, but I had stuff from the shelf, like packing tape, uh, gloves, Sweet. duct tape, uh, uh, tape measures, a lot of tape stuff, just all <laughs> in my bag. All in my bag, ready to go. And uh, I tripped the alarm as I'm walking out. And the security guard is like, ah, I've got to check your bag. And I'm like, John, you know me. It's my last day. <laughs> and he was like, get out of here. You're, you're good. You're OK. You're good. And guys, I st- that was the day I stole from the Home Depot. <laughs> <laughs> Uh it's not something I'm proud of. It's just I got tape if you need it. I got gloves. Uh, <laughs> um We need tape.
1: Uh
7: Yes. Yeah, I got it for you. I'll I'll hook you up. <laughs> um This place looks like it's got a lot of heart, you know? It's all all <laughs> I got some tape for you. <laughs> uh Has anyone here ever been involved in a tryst? has anyone been involved in a tryst? it's uh like a ménage à trois or some situation some lurid situation apparently uh you guys are into some kinky shit in sf uh, yeah. as i'm as i'm learning but uh i don't know can you could you stop using that word it's like it confuses me it's weird i don't know what to do with it uh like i get a call from my friend rob and he's like hey uh He's like, uh, uh, hey, I can't go, come to lunch, Rick. Uh, um, me and my, my girl, we're going through a tryst right now. Uh, it's probably going to take all weekend. We, you know, we got to work this out. And I'm like, ew, am I supposed to feel bad for you? I, like, what, what, do I, what do I do with that? And are you, like, beseeching me for empathy? Because if that's the case, can you stop using the word beseech? Stop using the word tryst. Stop using the word beseech, you know? Cause like, what, yeah. Just call it what it is, you know? I don't know. Um, let me just, I'm so bad. Uh- <laughs> beseech and ask are the same words, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Just ask me. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, ask me. Um, uh, uh, I'll end on, I'll end on this. Uh, I've been really thankful to be here for 12 12 hours in SF. So thanks for having me, guys. Appreciate it. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Rick Rosario, yes! Yes! Um, Our headliner has not shown up yet, but he was double booked. So I'm going to do a joke and then I'm going to bring up Nick Sandy, if that's okay. I'm yeah. just going to do a joke. Um, I don't know if you uh, guys like video games. I kind of hate him at this point. Uh, I am a great girlfriend and I'm trying to be the best girlfriend ever. So I was sucking my boyfriend's cock while he was playing Call of Duty. <laughs> right? And uh, he realized halfway through they couldn't sustain his attentions adequately on both tasks, so he had to choose, you know, Call of Duty or Call of Booty. Uh, what, what, what would you choose, kind sir? Duty. Duty. Like the booty, like the booty. Yeah. Oh no, he's white. He chose the first-person shooter game. He chose the first-person shooter game. I just wanted him to shoot me in the face. And the only person he wants to shoot in the face is a 12-year-old boy who lives in Korea. (laughs) Come on, you guys. Let's get these fuckers. (laughs) So, you know, uh, off of that, I was like, hey, man, we're pretty vanilla. I mean, I'm pretty white, and we were both raised really, really Christian, and I always want to try to take it to the next level, if you know what I mean. So we're like, I want to talk dirty to him, and he's like, no, I can't really handle that. And I'm like, Put on the headset. Because I've heard what you say to those 12-year-old boys that live in Korea. Yeah. I'm going to put my gun in your pussy mouth. What does that mean? <laughs> say that to me. <laughs> Let's do this. I'm ready. Trying. I'm trying so hard. Uh, we, have a, we have a great age range uh, discrepancy between our times. I'm 41. He's 30. That's that's great. <laughs> I don't know what's funny about it. Uh, all it, all it means is that uh, I'm I'm an old lady who thinks I'm hot, and he's a young lady or the young man who thinks I'm hot. He's not a young lady. I'm not a lesbian. I wish I was. It would have been so much easier. Like my best friend's a doctor, and she has so much trouble dating, and I'm like. We've been best friends since we were 14, and I was like, we should have locked this shit down early. Am I right? Like, we could have figured this shit out when I was 14. I'd be living in Walnut Creek right now, taking care of her two kids. I wouldn't even need a nanny job. I'd have a house and a pool. Everything would be fine. We could be in Walnut Creek. It's cool. Uh so our headliner's not here yet. So you know what we get the joy of experiencing a comedian. That doesn't comedy anymore, it's crazy. He's a great rapper and he does all kinds of things in the world that are not comedy, but I love it every time he shows up. You guys are gonna enjoy him right now like a motherfucker. Love the shit out of your next comedian. It's
10: next, Sondy. Oh, how wonderful and undeserved. What's going on, Mutiny Radio? I'm going to start with this uh Adderall. When he, when he, when you tell people you do Adderall, that's what you tell people when you're doing meth and you don't want them to worry about you. I'm doing It's it's Adderall. I'm doing Adderall. It's all it's all the same types of bad uh how about cats? Cats? Any of you like? I love cats. Oh man, I love this cat I live with. It's not even my cat. It's my roommate's cat. His name is Cole. His name is his. His full name is Coleman. Cole for short. Actually, his name is Cole because of the color of his fur. Like that—that's how you name a cat. It's not okay name to name a human. That's not part of the joke. But uh, anyway like it's not weird that um you know like like Cole like okay so me and Cole like we're both male and uh we're both grown-ups we're adult we're adult males but it's not weird that i have to rub my nose between his shoulder blades at night to keep myself from crying <laughs> because he's a cat And I'm not a cat. Adderall. No, wait, no. Oh, yeah, here we go. You ever like the ghost right for chubby lesbians? <laughs> wait, these are my rap lyrics. I want to rub you like my thighs do. I want to fuck your body and your mind, fool. I want to know you about your demons that was causing them. I want to check your oil ad nauseum. I want to know about where you have gone. I want to put you on hold and take real long. My body's whack, but my chick is cool about it. <laughs> we still screw about it. But she's almost through about it. Uh, <laughs> lazy and rhyme. <laughs> <coughs> Shut up, Pam Benjamin. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's a critic.
1: Uh-huh. He's here.
10: It's yeah, <laughs> your last joke, up. Yeah. I was walking around the mission. I was I was actually like farting around the mission because I, I don't shit where I sleep. You know what I mean? But I do I do diarrhea the marina, you know? Like I do boo-boo burnal, you know what I mean? Like I'd be shitting in the Richmond. Right? I'd be uh getting my pants wet in the sunset. And um And I I think Chris Riggins is in the house, man. Give it up for Chris Riggins. uh, This is my time. This is my time. This is Pam Benjamin. Give it up for Pam Benjamin.
0: Keep it going for Nick Sondy in the middle, being the time period that made us to our headliner. Wearing an A's hat. Oakland is in the shit, you guys. Here's what's happening. He's going to make you laugh, and you guys are going to fucking freak out. Put your hands together. It's Chris Riggins. The bird is on your shoulder.
11: I made it, and I came late because I'm black, um, and I like stereotypes. Uh, no, no, that's not. I had another show uh, for black people. Um, <laughs> and they kept me longer, because they said I was going to go up at 8.30, but that was a soft 8.30, because that's how we operate in our community, soft, (laughs) soft eights and 8.30s, you know? Like, you know, we black people the only people that I tell you I'll be somewhere at 8.17. Like, I'm going to be there at 8.17, all right? Like, nigga, how you going to be there at 8.17? Like, you know, it's like 8.15. I don't know. I don't know. I'm glad to be here. Uh, I've been having fun on Tinder all day. I just joined the shit. I'm just newly single, so I just joined Tinder. And I have found the secret to Tinder. You have to up your age limit to like 35 to 40. Oh, that's it? Yeah, because then you can be a lot more judgmental. You know what I'm saying? Like, like no. Like, you know what I'm saying, I'm 37, so I was on there. I had my shit from like 20 to, you know what I'm saying, like like 35. And these chicks was just way too, too good for me. You know what I mean? I was not too good, for, but like they just looked perfect. You know what I mean? And I was like, not that I couldn't fuck them it's just, it's too much effort to fuck a good-looking, perfect chick. Like, like you get in the 35 to 40 range, you're talking about women who are on that last leg of looking good. They're on that. <laughs> <laughs> wait, 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 wait. I don't mean like they're not gonna look good at 41. I'm just saying they know that their time is coming and it's like their pickiness is way lower. Like, you know what I'm saying? The pictures. The, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not even gonna say standards, because I'm a good dude. I'm just not like what all the other dudes on Tinder look like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm just me, you know what I mean? But then I look at some of these women, I'm like, okay, you got a couple of kids, all right. You, you got a self-esteem, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you 40, you, you past your prime, you know what I mean? Like, like I just want to fuck women that don't, can't have kids, is what I'm saying, because... <laughs> I've had a wife, and every time I fucked her, she got pregnant, and it was just... I love my kids, but damn.